0: Hey guys, welcome back to the one and only Communication Corner. It's your favorite SLPs, Hannah and Madel. This episode will be part two of Kat's journey as a clinical fellow in the school district. Kat continues this conversation with us and she discusses her caseload as a CF. She talks about important things she's learned during this time and just overall experiences that she's grown from. So enjoy and let's talk speech therapy. So, when you were like your CF, you said that you guys had a large caseload. How much were? How much did you have in yours, and how much did she have? So you guys are in the same school. Um. Okay. So, this should not be normal.
1: Um. I have. It hasn't really been this bad since we didn't have a slipper, and a lot of mm-hmm. people with a caseload like this do have a slipper um Mm -hmm. but we had about 65 students each on our caseload yeah and I think the cap is like 55 or 50 Mm
0: -hmm. yeah yeah Mm -hmm.
1: um and they're overdue minutes and they're mod severe scc so the minutes on the iep are 60 minutes a week so and then like and they didn't offer a stipend
2: for because like I know other districts offer like for every kid over your cap you get a stipend
1: I wow. I hope that they do that I don't know if things were just different because we were agency but um no I didn't have yeah. that that would have been sick though
2: <laughs> you would have been balling count retired working already. Jobs.
1: <laughs> yeah I, I was
2: working two jobs just That's surviving crazy. out here so then like was wait, your second job sorry go ahead I know you're good about. I was gonna say was your second job like also with the same... sink like with a district or what was what was the story?
1: Absolutely not. It was um, the job I had when I first moved out here. I worked at an Italian restaurant in La Jolla. And honestly, I, like, not to scare people away, I was making more at that restaurant than I do now with a master's degree. Because Than you do right now? People, like, currently? I would say about the same currently. back what? then, What were you once, doing at the really? restaurant? To-go
0: orders. Were you, like, a... Oh yeah, but, I wasn't say, even like, serving, but people would like, Oh you weren't even serving. But
1: and then part of it was that um I I knew I was in my career. I was mostly at that restaurant just to like pay rent while my RPE was right. going through, especially being in a new city. But then um I don't know, I just like love talking to people. Um, and it's hard to make friends in a new city and then like a lot of the kids that I work with were nonverbal and it just kind of, it, it was kind of nice to like mm. take work away and just focus yeah. on right. mm-hmm. someone complaining about a possible
0: order. Yeah. Like it's mm-hmm. just kind
1: of like, it, 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 makes you see mm-hmm. how much like that doesn't matter. And like you get to separate yeah. everything. It does.
2: I, we talked about everything. this before too. Like it's so important yeah. to have like hobbies and like things outside of being a speech therapist, mm-hmm. but yeah. it's difficult. So Yeah. And it it sucks,
1: too, because, like, we love it so much, but I'm like, mm -hmm. dang it, it cannot be my personality. Like, I I have
2: hobbies. Yeah. Absolutely. What are your hobbies? Share them with the class. Um,
1: I like to read books. Mm -hmm. I have um, been doing this. So when I was my first year here, I was working two jobs, and now I'm in my second year, and I realized that I was working so much. I wasn't actually exploring. So now I choose a different neighborhood mm-hmm. and I act like a little tourist. And I oh my gosh. I, spend, oh, I love yeah, that. I spend a weekend just exploring, even if it's by myself. I've been putting myself out there and That's going to different events and joining book mm-hmm. clubs and mm-hmm. um, like bothering everybody I know, asking like, hey, like, what are you doing this weekend? Can I join? Um, so, yeah, I think my hobby is just figure like just learning more about the place that I live in you know I'm I'm kind of in mm-hmm. I'm 15 minutes away from the beach but I'm by the zoo so I'm mm-hmm. more inland and I keep forgetting how close we are to the ocean so That's another hobby too. is going to the beach and yeah. you know just reminding oh. myself like where I live especially mm-hmm. on weekdays mm-hmm. so the girl that I had my CF year with who is also a CF we kind of yeah, it was like trauma bonding, Um, but now <laughs> our new tradition is every Wednesday night, we go to Balboa Park together, and we listen to live music. And- That's so cool. Yeah, beautiful. and we kind of celebrate being halfway done with the week, even though we don't work together anymore, and yeah. we like last night, we had pizza, and had wine with our dogs. I love lived- that. We to music, and caught up, and I think just choosing something to... Mm-hmm disassociate or just not take work home with you is really yeah. important
2: i agree yeah because mm-hmm. i think our as a cf oh no, boy. i was just gonna say like i think our field has such a high burnout rate and i feel yeah. like part mm-hmm. of that is it's so hard like to dis not to disassociate but it's so hard to like d- not bring work home with you not yeah. to be like thinking about like you said, not to make it your personality um yeah. i definitely like 100 percent put in Work to like not make being a speech therapist my personality. That being said, a yeah. lot of my hobbies revolve around speech therapy. But um, I have a kind of have a question though. Did you want to say something first, Hannah? Yeah, I was going to ask, like, as a CF,
0: because you mentioned like um, disassociating your work from like, you know, when you went home, mm-hmm. since you had a high caseload and you were just starting out, did you take a lot of your work home? 100%. With you? That's How why is this that? is a
1: new goal for me. I, I. <laughs> Okay. Um, have become like a worse texture. I, I get overwhelmed with notifications because I mm. would just remember my email mm-hmm. popping off. And um I there was like a point where it was winter break, summer break, and I was reaching out to the people that I was friends with and saying, like, hey, like thank you for initiating every single interaction lately. Um I, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. I just haven't been present. Um, uh, let me make it up to you. Yeah. I just I felt like I was not really I was spreading myself so thin in every area that I almost mm-hmm. feel like it affected yeah every area including work so Absolutely. after that I decided like okay I'm gonna join a yoga studio I'm going to yeah. spend more time outside with Monty um my dog and yeah it's become like a, a giant thing for me that at this point I think like it's been a long time since I took work home with me. If anything, I good. might stay there.
0: Oh, good for Thank you. Thank you so
1: much for saying that. Mm-hmm. I mean, because that, that's really yeah, amazing. Yeah, once in a while, I do. But it's more like, oh, I'm kind of cozy baking cookies at home on a Sunday. Like, I don't mind going on safe for a bit. Like, yeah. I, I've been really good at not, yeah. like, pulling all-nighters. I used to
0: do that all the time during oh, my, my CF year.
1: Don't do that. That's don't CF work yeah. two jobs. That's
0: not normal. Um. So, like, since you did have a very stressful CF year and you were, like, you didn't really have, um, somebody there, like you're, you didn't have an onsite supervisor and it seemed like you had a really large caseload. What would you, what advice would you give to somebody who was starting a CF that has a large case? that was a sim- similar situation. How would, how should they advocate for themselves or what should they do? You know?
1: Okay. That is an awesome question that I wish I could talk to myself back then and
0: mm-hmm. tell
1: that to myself. But, um, I would say ask as many questions as you can. No one is expecting you to know everything. Your supervisor mm-hmm. is there specifically to just support you. Um, yeah. And I don't know if it's just me, but I, I was really shy, just even in grad school. I never went to office hours in undergrad or grad school. I was really, mm-hmm. I struggled a lot with asking for help. And then, like, that that's the best thing you could possibly do for yourself if you don't know anything just do your research ask for help no one will look down on you um if not like this is like the best time to um so that's Mm -hmm, something I wish I did um your supervisor is there for you to rely on them when I had my like feedback afterwards she said I did a good job but like I should have you know, if I was having trouble, like she wishes that like I talked to her about it. And that's something that I've been so much better at yeah. now is asking for help. And I mean, that's what we want mm. for our, our, you know, kids and our mm. patients, right? Is to be able to advocate for themselves. And mm. I, I definitely, Absolutely. yeah, I'm, I I think that's like the best thing you can do. Also during your CF year, um, your IEPs are just super cringy. It, it's just mm. so awkward. I, I remember my <laughs> first- maybe 15, I was sitting there, and my voice is <laughs> shaking. And, and I was like, I don't know, I, like, I, I, I was like blacking out during them. And I, I prepared so much, oh no. like, beforehand, yeah. but there's like one meeting that you're gonna have after all of these awkward ones, where you are just so <sighs> confident in it. And, you know, the kids so well at that point And, um yeah and you just look at the parents and they trust you and that is when you realize that you're meant to be in the field and like there's kind of like that fraud moment that. even if Absolutely. it doesn't matter what yeah. setting you're yeah. in Imposter I feel syndrome. like Yeah we we had that in undergrad grad school that that's just being human but mm-hmm. there is a moment where like one day it just like kind of clicks and you're never going to know it all but you're there's just going to be one day where like you definitely feel more confident in yourself so mm-hmm. just Mm-hmm. um know that it's coming um another thing for my
0: yeah it just takes time yeah it
1: takes time the most important thing is building rapport with your kids um mm. and you know clients patients whatever demographic like that that's the best making sure that they know that you're someone that's going to be consistent someone that makes them feel safe valued heard because if you're just focused on the data then you're not going to make any progress yes so um there were sessions where like every single session I do a check-in an emotional check-in and ask how everyone's doing just because the things that these kids are going through right now Mm -hmm. are things that like you would never imagine it's it's really really tough depending on where you work and um Mm. everybody's just kind of doing the best that they can but I feel like kids are growing up a lot faster than we had to oh
2: yeah and so absolutely yeah yeah.
1: I just do a little check-in and if someone's having a rough day then we stop and we talk about it because like no learning is gonna Mm. be done and Mm. um, I think I posted on my story because I planned a whole entire session and then um, I did the check-in and this one girl pride because her grandparent passed away so then we talked Mm. about it and it was around Valentine's Day so we um, made little origami hearts and you know we still incorporated language but we talked about who we love how to make people feel loved and like you Mm. you could still work on those things Mm. and like work on social emotional skills Mm. yeah so um, I definitely think just being someone that your kids feel safe around is the best. You don't have to be perfect. You don't have to, don't spend yeah. too
2: much time laminating things because <laughs> no, they're true. probably not going to care about it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, I think that was a beautiful message and I think I would have loved to hear it. I still love to hear it right now. Um, I think every mm-hmm. time you switch settings, every time you get a new caseload, every time you get like imposter syndromes right there. But at the end of the day, like you said, like, You were meant to be here and, Mm -hmm. you know, just, I think what you said was beautiful and we should make it our tagline, the whole thing. (laughs) I love that. that. Um, Okay. So then I have a question. In our last episode, we talked about, I don't know if it was our last episode, but in the episode that we talked about our CF experiences, we talked started off by talking about applying for the CFY and applying for your RPE. And I know it's different across settings so I was wondering if you could like walk us through that process I know this is kind of going backwards to the beginning but no uh, so I think good. that's really important to address
1: yeah I definitely want to clarify for whoever's listening that maybe my experience was a little different because I was contract and not district Um, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I would definitely look into that um, but I think at the end of the day it's the same thing where your supervisor is the one signing everything so mm-hmm. you would never walk through that journey alone um mm-hmm. if anything they're filling out a lot of the paperwork too mm-hmm. um and it's all really intimidating and to be honest I still don't know what happened like I'm like th- th- there were so mm-hmm. there were applications to get your California license your RPE mm-hmm. your um C's your Asha stuff and I just remember it was a lot of paperwork and then somehow in November it was like a lot of bills. Um, but yeah, yeah, true. When you're, um, yeah, for the RPE, it just, for me, it was my supervisor, my agency helping me, I would assume with the district your supervisor helps you with that Mm -hmm. because they're the ones having to sign on everything. Mm -hmm. Um, also I, I know for us the RPE process was different because of COVID, it was pretty delayed on getting our license pushed mm-hmm. through. So that was really stressful. And I I'm, I'm really hoping is. that it's yeah. different for a
0: lot of people. But mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I wonder. I wonder if you couldn't start before your IPE or if your RPE was placed because you're a contract. Because when was saying that multiple people who work for the school districts were able to start in August and they just got like a um, temporary license,
2: you like there's um, it like a waiver for
0: their CF, but it you doesn't count. Yeah, yeah. so it won't like you count can't see your kids. RPE
1: yeah you, you can't like technically provide services but you can go to the school and like do case management things make your schedule is what i i picked up on
0: mm-hmm.
2: um, um oh i don't well, know the, like i allowing me to see kids yeah i was gonna say i think it's different maybe across districts um i think yeah i think it is because the like the people that i'm thinking of like they were like actually on like the rpe paperwork so. it says like you can technically start earlier, but like it's mm-hmm. not gonna count towards your RPE, you just like needed a waiver. Your hours. Yeah, it won't yeah. count towards your hours, which kinda sucks. But sure. um but yeah, and I think it also probably like depends on the district, on the company. Like I think my first company was really pushing for me to start before my RPE came through and I wasn't in a school and I was like, no. But I think it's very yeah. school district dependent.
1: Mm-hmm. I also know that um my coworker who is also a CF, um, she showed up to work a week before me and her license didn't even go through until after mine but mm-hmm. she was able to go to campus learn about mm-hmm. the caseloads mm-hmm. make our schedules and yeah. um yeah. I she got paid for it she didn't see any kids mm-hmm. um but my agency told me that I had to wait so I don't know I I, I feel like wait it should did you guys have two
2: separate agencies yeah Yeah, I feel like also, like, some agencies, um, like, at least in my experience, like, they don't want to pay you to not see kids, like, you know what (laughs) I mean? So, um, I feel like that also probably plays a role. But honestly, I feel like no matter how much we talk about it, like, make sure you guys do your own research, read the paperwork. Because even though, like, it was so confusing, I don't know if it was confusing for you, Kat, but I literally was so confused the whole time. Um, mm. But it's written out like step by step. <laughs> I don't know why I was so confused. The PowerPoint, the PowerPoint, the PowerPoint, and Hannah how... linked all the links in our last. I did show links, names, So I did link. Them. You're um, amazing. Yeah, she's the best. Go check them out.
0: Um. So tell us, Kat, about your experience. Tell us about like sure great story or exciting story about your CFI with us.
1: Okay, that is really hard because I feel like there's so many great stories. Yeah, it was crazy but i i love it and i don't even know if it's uh, like just because it was my cf but i think that this is just something that happens in our field but um even though things are really hard there's so many wins during mm-hmm. your time and um I loved at the end of the year getting letters from students and parents or like mm-hmm. you know getting mm-hmm. cards I kept all of them I have a box on my desk and I go through them when I oh, yeah whenever oh. I kind of like I'm having doubt with myself and also mm-hmm. that feeling when you build rapport with that one kid that you just like can't get mm-hmm a good relation, like you can't get buy-in oh, from yeah. them, and like when mm-hmm. it finally happens, that's awesome. I love going and picking up my students at my elementary schools, and like having their classmates ask if they can come to speech. <laughs> I'm like, no, 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 no. Oh, yeah, I, <laughs> I have no, a lot of kids, you. but I'm also sorry. that's not In my work.
0: Yeah, I'm ready over like, my cap.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'll I'll come by at recess and blow bubbles, um, but it, it feels really good to um, just be like a, a I don't know it's just it's fun to be at a school and also I had what else can I think of oh um this was outside of my CF here it was directly afterwards I had to do my first AAC evaluation and it was for an eye gaze system oh that's oh, wow. really cool it was really stressful Um, And (laughs) so cool at the same time. I was really lucky where the district I was at has someone with really valuable AAC experience and Mm -hmm. technically SLPs Mm -hmm. are supposed to do their own evals. I just didn't Mm -hmm. think I was qualified for this one so Mm -hmm. I had a lot of support and I learned so much and Mm -hmm. I just Mm -hmm. saw this student be able to communicate using the eye gaze system and um,
0: that's awesome yeah that
1: meeting was so cool and it just made me love our field even more it's really cool Mm -hmm. and also um, not my CF experience but I've had moments like this but yesterday one of my fifth graders knocked on my speech room door after our session. An hour later, and he was like, "Miss Cat, will you, will you help me make friends?" And Aww. yeah, I don't know. That's what oh, I mean, my. my magic. Like you, you get to be like a really safe yeah. place where someone mm-hmm. feels heard and valued, and you. Right. Um. Adults are so special. Um. Too. I. I. I think like watching adults. Um. Like why I wanted to go into the field was it was hard to see someone who was able to have that language lose it you know who's like lived that life but then at the school and like with you and pediatrics and like early intervention it's the opposite end of the spectrum where they, mm-hmm. they haven't yeah. had that opportunity yet
2: the first and time they so, say a word mm-hmm. it's yeah like it's it, oh my gosh
1: and it's such a slow slow process but it's really really cool mm-hmm. and like so yeah. worth it so um yeah i, I I think there's just so many fun, exciting stories from my CF experience. Um, so I could go on for an hour. So I'm just going to end it there. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean, we've talked about before too, like, like our field is so special because we literally help with like mm-hmm. communication, cognition, and like eating. And those are things that really impact quality of life. Like it impacts your yeah. social interactions, It impacts mm-hmm. literally every step of your day revolves around this and so like we are mm-hmm. so privileged to work in this field and I feel yeah. like that's something that like I really truly believe is like it is such an honor to be in this field and I feel like mm-hmm. you admit that vibe too
1: oh my gosh yeah. it and it kind of just like makes me maybe this is my new weakness now but I'm like everybody should just say how they feel and like, you know, life's yeah. too short. Like you, like what a mm-hmm. gift that is. So I always, mm-hmm. I'm like, maybe I, I tell people I love them too much, but um, oh, you can never <laughs> I don't know. know. It is, is so it is really special. I, I agree with you. It's so, it's so fun and magical and like you guys are doing exactly what we hope that our kids and our clients do is mm-hmm, share mm-hmm. their experiences because everybody yeah. has a story worth sharing and mm-hmm. you guys are, you know, you're offering that safe place and like a like big sister energy for people that are going through this for oh, the first time. You. I think that's so cool. So like, thank you for what you guys do. Oh, you're so oh,
0: sweet. I appreciate it.
2: That was Stop really nice. So <laughs>
0: um, right now, when you said, I, I want to tell everybody. I thought you're going to say everyone should be a speech therapist. And I was like, yeah, everyone should
2: <laughs> become a speech therapist. I mean, I'm it's a like, like, great You too. guys, I literally have convinced. Need more males. Yeah. I've literally convinced, like, I think six people to go into the field. And they are. Like, Good for you. I love this yeah, job no. so much. Every time I talk, like, someone asks me what I do or what I like. I talk about my job. They're like, wait, like always end up getting a text. Like, can you tell me more? And then like mm-hmm. now so many like hijabis, most mm-hmm. of them, because like that's who my community is. Um, end up yeah. like in this field. Even like I have um, a friend in Ohio who like chose speech therapy because like we had talked about it and I was like, oh, cool. Mm-hmm. We need- I'm sure.
0: I have to like tone yeah. it down. I love, sometimes I love it. <laughs> I know when I talk about it, I'm like, wait, do you not know your career? Wait, let me tell you about what I do. Mm-hmm. And like, I feel like sometimes I have to like, sit back and be like, you know, everyone doesn't want to be a speech therapist, Hannah, but I want to share how amazing our field is because we do so it's much so diverse it's so accessible uh, yeah and then when people are like oh i want to be a nurse and i was like why but do you know what I'm i, I do kidding. in the hospital <laughs> like let me let me tell you, you what nurses. i do cuz you don't know what a speech there yeah, i love nurses do, yeah. i love my nurses they're absolutely needed yes. but i was just like but do you know that there's a speech therapist that are in, that is in the hospital mm-hmm. that works with x y and z yeah I'm like let me share i think every time someone tells me
2: <laughs> they want to be a nurse i always like if they're asking for like advice i'll say like is it your yeah. passion because nursing Mm -hmm. is such a hard job and I feel like it's similar to teaching in the sense where like if it's not what you love and it's not what you wanted like it's not something you're really passionate about you're gonna burn out really fast um and I think if it is something that like oh I want to be a nurse like then absolutely go be a nurse because it's amazing and it's so great but like yeah you like if it's not if you're like "Eh, I guess I'll just be a nurse like I feel like those nurses burn out so fast same thing like I said with teaching like the teachers who are like "Eh, I guess like I don't know what to do I'll be a teacher like then be a speech therapist like it's the same thing almost but like more flexible higher pay and like higher yeah I don't know
1: we have such okay sorry off topic but we have such a shortage for speech therapists but then grad school is so freaking hard to get into. Yeah, I, I know. remember our yeah, program, undergrad, it was like 200 of us. And mm-hmm. like, um, mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people I talk to um, that are in the field, it was just always competitive mm-hmm. since undergrad. I haven't really talked to anyone that didn't have that experience.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And
1: yeah, that was really hard because you like, it was just kind of like a competition I mean, not for me because I'm really not that competitive. Um, we like also talked about, about that. Like,
0: you should listen to we talked about that yeah. in depth. Yeah, like I, in don't a what, yeah pod. I don't remember it, it
1: said, just but, it sucks. There's yeah. such a shortage, and I mm-hmm. um, and our field is yeah. so specific that I feel like a lot of people don't go into it because, mm-hmm. like, if you don't get into grad school, what do you do? But yeah. then, no one really, you know. But there are so many opportunities of things you can do.
2: Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. well the place that I do my the private practice I work at so Mm -hmm. they like one of the things that attracted me to them is like a lot of their regional managers are slippers um Mm -hmm. because like when you Mm -hmm. sign on with them at the six-month mark you go through like a career hierarchy and you choose like do you want to specialize do you want to do research do you want to like you know move up the ladder and like do more managerial stuff and so I think that was the first time that I saw like you could go the slipper route and like go beyond being like just like go beyond Mm -hmm. being in the schools I guess is what I'm trying to say because Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people like get stuck in the schools and then they've also expanded like the scope of a slipper we should really have a slipper on the podcast soon because like oh my gosh I know so many amazing slippers yeah three
0: and I'm like you guys are awesome like do you work with a slipper now since your caseload is so high?
1: um okay so right now it's Decrease every single site I've been at it's kind of switched um it depends on the school two schools ago um we had 1200 students and it was an elementary school which wow. is a lot wow. so there were three so SLPs. yeah it's a lot yeah that's
0: so many and I
1: just had I wasn't we have preschool but I just had kindergarten through third I was covering someone's caseload and she had over 60 so there were three SLPs wow. and one slipa um, so n- mm-hmm. no, I don't have a slip on now, but I have had different sites that had some mm-hmm. us. Yeah, I don't know yeah. if, because I was in my CF, they weren't really under me. They were working yeah, for right. my coworker because mm-hmm. I couldn't sign mm-hmm. them off, but, mm-hmm. um, Mm-hmm. Honestly, they shared a lot of cool resources with me. They're yeah. so good at their job. That's awesome. I'm kind of jealous cuz yeah. they get to have like the fun parts and the fun parts. We're just like mm-hmm. in all these IEP
2: meetings. Well, well what I was going to say is yeah. I don't think they can do IEP meetings yet. But mm-hmm. Kasha like um what's it kasha or asha i don't remember but one of them like sent out basically they expanded their scope so they can take like data now and Mm -hmm. certain assessments if they're trained by the slp like they can give the assessment but they can't write the report Mm -hmm. but um which is (laughs) kind of like the sucky part but um i thought that was really cool because like you said like i've learned so much from slippas and like i like i love them so much and i think absolutely like they could provide in that area like we don't have to do 100 percent so earlier on you discussed like um that you were with a different contracting agency switched over and now you're with the district correct Mm -hmm. um when you got your c's was there a raise and also like do you follow a step system across those okay so when you get your c's
1: you do get a raise and when you're in the district all of the salary schedules are public you just look up mm-hmm. the district um mm-hmm. type in like speech therapist salary mm-hmm. and there's the there's different columns based on how many grad school units you had of course mm-hmm. ours was two units short from the higher one we
2: were cuz mm-hmm. Amanda and I were going to sign up for classes to because I almost went to school. So to go into that next step. She did. I did not join yeah, the school. But I signed yeah. up. I just do two did? units. I don't know. Something from like oh, online. Yeah. But, um,
1: but you did it? You did the two extra units? Um, when I left my contracting agency, because you have a stipend, like you have a, like a certain amount that you can use for therapy materials, um, mm-hmm. continuing ed, whatnot. I... Use that money to buy a, a grad school course yeah. online, just so when I go to the district, I can meet the higher salary.
2: Mm. Yeah, yeah but, that's my.
1: Um, what did you take? Oh no, I still have to take it. It's like in my inbox. Now,
0: oh, you have like like
1: Like <laughs> speech gotcha. disorders again, or like some like oh. I don't know. It you was could even just do like, a
2: language. Yeah, at least for the district I was applying for.
1: Yeah, you, there's a ton of courses out mm-hmm. there. um But, yeah, there's a salary schedule, and it goes based on how many units you've completed and then also how many years you've been in the district. And, yeah, I would definitely look it up because some Mm -hmm, districts are really great. Some districts, like, pay significantly different. Like, it's – like twenty thousand dollars, you guys. Like, it's a big yeah. Chance. Like, there's just like a significant mm-hmm. difference. Um, even mm-hmm. like your starting salary. Um, and what I did was I reached out to SLPs that work in the district and asked about their experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've like found out that I don't know if that's a San Diego thing, but I found out that like some they offer more because people leave quicker. Mm-hmm. There's more litigious cases. Yeah. Um. Um just I I would just reach out to people within the districts and yeah. ask for mm. their experience cuz everybody has a different experience.
2: Also, from what yeah. I've heard, you can negotiate to in the next step. You can't like negotiate like you can't be like, "Oh, I don't want to make 68,000. I want to make 70." You can't do that. But you can negotiate into the next step, which would, would give you a higher salary. Um it's just really hard. Like you just need to because I know a few speech therapists that have done this, especially if you they already bilingual? have school imperious experience.
0: Are, Are they, they bilingual?
2: Yeah, they were. Um, one of them was bilingual. The do they have AAC it. experience? Um, no. But like they, so like, okay, let me think through them. So one of them was bilingual, so she used that card. Um, Another one, she had already been in the schools, but through a contracting agency. And, the, and also, it matters, like, how desperate the district is. Like, do they – how much they want you. Because, like, if they really want you, like, they – you guys can, you know, negotiate something. But it's also based on a union. So, like, it's not like you can ask for a higher pay at the step that you're on.
1: Yeah. yeah I.
2: I um, that's at least my – what I've heard.
1: That's so interesting. Yeah, I definitely think that um, if you have the opportunity to advocate for yourself – do it um i i did did i tell you i got an award from asha i got the um it's like the it's called the ace it's accredited or accelerated continuing ed what yeah so i got my season january and Mm -hmm. there's this award that asha gives you if you finish 70 professional development hours within the three years instead of 30 and oh. I finished it in April. And so, wow. it automatically like gave me this like award. And I thought. Wait, what
2: courses oh. did you take? Yeah, what I you take? Just, like,
1: honestly, if I don't know like something. Just, like, okay. Whatever I was struggling with at the time. So, a lot of it was, you know, AAC, Mod severe. Like, I, I would just join any kind of seminar I could. Um, I also did the informed SLP, which is great. I love the informed course. SLP. Yeah. But you can get hours through that by reviewing yeah. articles. So I would always mm-hmm. yeah. go and, like, try to be updated on research.
0: Mm-hmm. Good for you. But, I love um, the
1: Unformed yeah, SLP. I, like, it's like, got this freaking certificate through ASHA. And I reached out to the head SLP in my district. I was like, so does this count as, like, maybe my two courses? Mm-hmm. And she's like, no. you still have to take oh, your courses. Yeah, I think so. – well, I think
2: that's, like – um, like, I don't think they can – they can bend that. That sucks though. No. Cause like the course you're gonna take isn't gonna be like more informative than all the courses you've already taken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um definitely honestly my rule is my husband taught me this and it is the worst they're gonna do is say no. You, yeah. you're not gonna take away the, the job wait, because yeah. you asked for a raise. Right. Yeah, yeah
1: I um yeah, I, I think every district's different. Um definitely around this time they're You know, there's a shortage, people are leaving. Um, and yeah, I I think just always advocating for yourself. You're right. Mm -hmm. Every your husband's right, like worst (laughs) thing that can happen is them saying no. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I I think that's really exciting. I think there's a lot of opportunities you could do in our field to Mm -hmm. keep You know, getting an increase in pay, no matter what, if you're in the district, your salary increases over the years, and Mm -hmm. you do have Mm -hmm. that safety net of the pension. Um, but you know, you can do per diem if you had that medical Mm -hmm. experience and you want like extra money. I had a lot of coworkers that did early intervention after school just for like Mm -hmm. a few students, but Mm -hmm. you know, that's like an extra eighty dollars an hour and then I had people, I mean I worked at a restaurant just because I like wanted to
2: <laughs> Be out talk of to everyone. adults
1: and not yeah. talk about speech. But yeah. Um, yeah, I have coworkers that did virtual sessions with kids maybe in mm-hmm. private schools. There's there's so much you can do. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, what we do is so broad and so special. So mm-hmm.
2: yeah. yeah. And also like um just, like, adding to that. Like, if you're someone who's really creative, like, you can upload to TPT. Not my favorite place to sell yeah. materials because they take a big chunk. Um, you can even, like, do you guys know Redbubble for, like, stickers and stuff? Mm-hmm. Literally, you can yeah, just yeah. upload to Redbubble, too. And, like, if someone wants mm-hmm. it, they'll buy it. Like, there's just so many things that you can do. Um, yeah. And I do want to, did want to touch on the per diem thing. So, we know a few people who work per diem in the hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're also in the schools. Um So, I just wanted to, like, Hannah, you can weigh in on this, too. Like, I don't feel like you need a lot of experience, especially for a per diem position. They seem a little bit more lenient with it than, um, like, a full-time position, Um, Mm -hmm, which is odd mm -hmm. because usually per diem you're going to be by yourself. But that's that's at least that's what I've found. Like, because they're still going to train you. They're still going to go through, like, all the steps to train you. Especially, like, us. We're still new in the field. So, they don't, like, have... This expectation that we're going to know anything, and in fact, I feel like it's kind of like a breath of relief for us to be like, like to be able to acknowledge that because they absolutely have the ability to train you. I don't know. Which mm. do you think? Do you agree or disagree?
0: It definitely depends. Mm-hmm. I think it depends on like your experience and what you've done. I think the medical internship, I think, helps a lot. If you're in like, if you're in, um, if you're, for example, in grad school. And considering another placement, if you ever have like a, just a slight inclination, yeah, that I would might still take do a medical. But... I would still take an internship in the medical, just so you have
2: some idea, yeah. of what what it's like. But I think yeah. that helps with mm-hmm. getting a PRN position. I agree, but what like, but also what I'm saying is like, obviously you're happy where you are, so like this probably doesn't even apply to you. Yeah, but right. like. If you wanted to, cat work per diem, like, I don't think you should close that off just because, like, you don't have oh, a medical right. internship. Absolutely. Like, I think you are somebody who would be so great in the medical setting. Yeah. You're so empathetic. You're, oh, yeah, you absolutely. would connect with your patients. And so, like, that would shine through an interview. And, like, they, like, they always say, like... Even right now, like when I was applying for jobs, they're like, "Okay, but we need you to come in like the first couple months more frequently so we can train you." Um, and I have medical experience, um, so like they, if they want you, they will train you. So not just cat, like anybody. Like it's, mm-hmm. I don't think it's ever too late to switch, or not like to switch yeah. from schools to medical, medical to schools, like anyway. Because um, yeah. you can always take C. Don't worry, cat. If you come back home, <laughs> if you come back home, I'll train you. Don't oh worry. Oh my god. I'll train um... you in a heartbeat. We'll practice the
0: our, our bedside swallows. One of
1: our what you know who this professor is reached out to me last year and was like there's open positions at UC Davis like medical hospital. Would you be interested? I was like, I I, I don't, don't think really, I'm qualified.
2: That's but that's so cool. That's a really great opportunity. I think they have openings right like, now. Can too. I give you Barbara's number? <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: um, but do, yeah. Yeah, I um I dated a speech therapist for the past year Did and you are you in a, a
2: relationship right now? No, we broke up, but
1: oh. <laughs> we just wanted to do that was, he was a speech yeah, therapist. Yeah. So it was it was just fun oh, to wow. talk to someone that you know you could just vent about things I feel like it'd be better. so hard yeah. to be in a relationship
2: with a speech therapist I know
1: therapist. was he in the school district he was so he did um he did schools and per diem and he ended mm. up doing medical oh, after being in the school so he oh, he did tell me very cool. that like you know he was able to transition mm-hmm. from school yeah. to medical yeah,
2: yeah that was just see, so good. Yeah. that was just my yeah. point like it's not impossible yeah. I think Yes, I mentioned absolutely. this before, like people get so intimidated the longer that they're not in yeah. the medical setting to switch over. But like, yeah. honestly, yeah. you can always like advocate for yourself and talk about how much of a like absolutely. good learner you are and the courses you've taken to prepare, yeah. things like that. Now, I just like, obviously, like Hannah said, every setting's different. Every hospital's different. Yeah. Some hospitals mm-hmm. have like speech therapists that really love to teach. Some have ones that are like, eh, I just want to be done. Um mm-hmm. so yeah. it's just going to vary but that was my point like if you want it you can go for it.
0: You can still do it. Yeah. Absolutely. Um our next question was cat to you. Um do you have any specialty something that you're really interested in? Um
1: Okay, so there's something I'm interested in and something I'm good at. (laughs) Very different. Um, I feel really confident in my gen ed kids. I love being case manager for speech only students. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just Mm -hmm. like hanging out with your friends. And there's like, I dismiss them so fast. There's just a lot of progress. Um, Mm -hmm. And I feel good about it. I think I'm very confident being a case manager just from my experience starting my CF year. I feel like mm-hmm. I have like oh, a really wow. good system down. Um, mm-hmm. What I'm interested in that I don't <laughs> feel as confident in it is definitely working with the mod severe population students mm. that are nonverbal and also have yeah. um, sensory things going on. Um, it's just it's. I just want to enter their world, you know, um, mm-hmm. and yeah. every student's right. so different that no matter, like, how much research yeah. I do or courses I take, I it's just right. that rapport and, like, each student's, like, a, like, you know, it's like a whole case to solve, right, of what works, yeah. what doesn't, what, what are their strengths and weaknesses, what, like, what are they mm-hmm. communicating even if they're not using words and they're using gestures, um, but I... I think that AAC is so exciting and so broad, and it's so there's so much going on, but it's so powerful yeah. and magical mm-hmm. and um yeah, seeing a student who's nonverbal be able to communicate through a device is mm. it's the coolest thing I've ever seen and um yeah i would I would love to specialize in that I don't feel confident in it and I think it's really intimidating but it's Mm -hmm. so rewarding and so special that I would I would love to gain that experience um and also I think it would be really fun to be a supervisor one day I Mm -hmm. just want I don't know your CF here is really yeah, it's really intimidating. Yeah. It's really hard, but, you know, everybody goes through it, and it's really not that yeah. bad. It's just – it gets easier and less awkward I mean, as you go. Yeah. It would be kind of fun to yeah, have someone that – You should get a student. It's
0: a lot of fun. I really? love to have a
2: student. I'm so jealous. Yeah,
0: I have a student. You don't Maybe know. in a few She's years great. for me. <laughs> oh, really? It's so much fun. Really? I, re- I really – I didn't think that I would love it as much. And I kind of just like kind of fell in my lap, like super, I got a call and I was sitting at my desk at the hospital. So random because I'm never at my desk. <laughs> and I got a call and like, they were asking for like a speech therapist. So I was like, yeah, it's me. And I just got a student, like, didn't think it was going to go through. She got all the paperwork done and now she's here and she's wonderful. She's I my mean, number I mean, one. I love again. it so much. Like, Can I be her student? So <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs>
1: yeah, she's she's great. True. I love her. Yeah. I I think that's awesome. I would
2: love yeah. to be a supervisor one day. Me too. Mm-hmm. I think we like. I really would love to be a supervisor too one mm-hmm. day. You would be a great supervisor, both of you guys. <gasps> Thank both of you, you guys would be so amazing. Thank you. I think you're you guys are evidence based practice,
0: you. and you guys are just so kind. <laughs> like we need more kind supervisors out there. <laughs> We're willing to teach. I would. I think yeah, I would yeah. be a total
1: pushover.
2: I'm like, no, no, no I got it. I got it. <laughs> it's okay. Um. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think I don't think you'd be a pushover because I feel like. In the situation, like, you would be able to, like, okay, you need the experience, though. But, like, Mm -hmm. you would be so understanding. And, like, I wouldn't be intimidated to be your student. Does that make sense? Like, I would feel comfortable asking you questions. And I would feel like Mm -hmm. I'm in a safe – just like your students do. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm in a safe space. Yeah. Um, So I think you'll be an amazing supervisor one day. I I can't wait to hear the story. Yeah, we'll have you you back. And you'll tell us about your rock star student or clinical mentee, your rock star mentee. Yeah, I'm going to get a phone call from my CF and she's going to be like, what do
1: I do about this legal case? I'm going to be like, ah, let me get back to you on that.
2: Well, let me ask my lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay, well, Kat, just like from talking to you, you obviously, you're obviously really into the schools. You love it. You're enjoying it so much. Do you plan on staying in the schools? And like, what are your overall goals as an SLP?
1: I did not think I would say this, but yes, I'm planning on staying in the schools. I love it so much and I think it's perfect if I ever have a family one day. I'm kind of off around the same time mm-hmm. as my kids would be out of mm-hmm. school. Um mm-hmm. far away now, I just have a dog, but um <laughs> I I love like just in this place in my life right now too where I, I'm single. I'm like new to a city. It's, it's fun to have these mm-hmm. breaks to just travel. And yeah. mm-hmm. um, it's honestly, schools are so nice. It's so fun. Um, I get so many hugs from kids and <laughs> I love having summer breaks and whatnot. So yeah, I, I would love to stay in the schools. I feel really, really happy there. Even when things are stressful, I just know I'm supposed to be there. Um mm-hmm. as for my overall goals or dreams as an SLP yeah I think just going back from the last question I would love to be a supervisor one day and I I want to figure out a way to advocate for my students and I think it would be really
2: cool to write a children's book <laughs> Oh yes, yeah, so let I me. Rom wants to do that. No, I did do that. Let me tell you. Make sure what? you get a good illustrator. I wrote a children's book. I loved it. The sketches were great. The drawings, I can't list. I can't. I can't like release it. I can't publish it. The drawings did not work. What? Yeah, and I paid a lot of money for the illustrator. <laughs> That's so. Can for I find time. someone that would? Oh my gosh! Absolutely. Okay yeah yeah Can, i had asked yeah. my sister because she's an artist but she refused um and if she hear when mm-hmm. she hears this she's gonna be like oh my gosh like she just has a different style um yeah so i love have the you, book i just have you i don't read think I'll it. Read out to it. Ivy? yeah
0: have you oh that's you true you i haven't
2: Ivy. reached out honestly i haven't reached out to anyone that we know so yeah Maybe she's I'll a reach a great, out to Ivy. Great artist, she's amazing. That's true, yeah. she is. Now that you mention, it, I do remember she was really good. Honest, at Honestly, and also, has she ever like, illustrated a book? That you know, she's just really, really <laughs> creative yeah.
1: and good at painting and drawing so and everything. Mm-hmm. Or even yeah. if she did like a little outline. She...
0: Okay, I'm so sorry. Pause. We're, we're Ivy stands too? We are Ivy, Ivy stands. yes, you next on the pod. No, no, no. Are, are you be... serious? <laughs> no, we're just kidding. I mean, she's welcome. Um, she we'd is. Love to she's have in her. a school district she is in a school district, we need more, you know. Mm -hmm. We like that our, you know, our genre is like medical. I think that's great, but I think it's a good idea to have other perspectives. Well,
2: I think also like we were thinking, this is kind of off topic, guys, but like we were thinking like it wouldn't be super medical because like I'm in a private practice and then I see Mm -hmm. like feeding therapy kids, like early Mm -hmm. intervention. But I just like on my maternity leave, I haven't gained any more experience exactly so like hopefully it doesn't stay super medical i mean i love that it is but like i really would love for it to be like just more broad too like i'd like They're broad. Yes. Like, i want to just connect with everybody yeah. on every level yeah So well, look at
1: what you're doing right now you are that's that's so so cool i love that so much oh, so i also love listening to speech podcasts i i definitely <laughs> listen to a few consistently um there are some SLPs I follow on TikTok and like
2: mm-hmm. they call me back me and, and yeah. it's cool. Oh, it's that's it's cool. nice
0: to have someone to look up. What's a, can you plug a good speech podcast? I, You're just discussing this. Oh yeah, we did.
2: <laughs> uh,
1: okay. Okay. Um, I would say SLP now has been a really good one for me. Um, yeah. there's also, oh, there's a really good AAC one. I forgot the name. Let me get back to you and put it in the show notes. Um, mm-hmm. It was a good AAC one, and there's I don't want to say any that I haven't listened to in a while because I don't know. I I heard swallow your pride is good isn't more love better. Love We've been literally Pride. talking we yeah, like, yes, I, I, yeah.
0: I love Sawyer Pride um she's great also
1: Learned so i think SLP happy hours kind of fun cuz it's just two SLPs like drinking having a happy <laughs> hour talking about things mm-hmm. and um that's how it should be and <laughs> i also really love um help me grow speech on tiktok oh i like helping grow her. speech on tiktok mm-hmm. yeah amazing I and um yeah her and I are friends. She just doesn't know it yet, but we we follow each other and DM each <laughs> that's other I, so.
2: That's funny. You know who I, had her
1: I, as a supervisor, mm-hmm. Casey. Oh, wait, really? Yeah, and and like, I think I know. Yeah, yeah, I think I know. we wrong. were an undergrad with her, and she, that mm-hmm. was her supervisor. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I know who Casey that's is. That's why they were friends. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. and yeah. um, that's why they're, she likes still. She like, I think she's so cool, and she now she has a kid, and like she has is. like
2: great perspective taking mm-hmm. as a parent. it definitely is a paradigm shift when you have a kid i, I can't think. even imagine <laughs> um yeah i really like hangry helper on tiktok i don't Ooh. know if you like i don't know if you're into feeding but she she re- specializes in picky eaters um uh, mm-hmm. and i really love her content so yeah that's and that's you cute. guys <laughs>
0: and us thank you so much we're getting there we're getting there just give us some time <laughs> And we will be famous one no, I'm kidding. That's not the goal. Our goal is just to spread awareness mm-hmm. and love, guys.
2: Yeah, um, But to as many people as we can. Yeah.
0: I'm just kidding. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, well, that's kind of the end of this segment. We end every single podcast with an SLP hit or miss. Um, if you want to go first, you can, or we can go first. It's totally up to you. I don't know if you have a hit or a miss this week. Um, you can think about it if you want, and maybe Maram can go first because I can see you. you okay. Know. Let me think about
2: it in a little bit. Okay. Go ahead, you What's your hit or miss this okay, week? Okay. My SLP hit this week is Turkish people. <laughs> is that weird? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I feel it's like you guys probably <laughs> saw this coming um so I went to Turkey right and everyone was so nice everyone was so kind super baby friendly we already like I already mentioned all this but like that is my hit because you guys I was so scared to travel with a nine-month-old especially without my husband because like I think mm. with the two of us, it would have been so much easier because, you know, he right. was comfortable with my husband. You guys are yeah. And so I was terrified, but the people there were so nice. And, like, the, like the country is beautiful. It's so, so amazing. The food's delicious. Mm. Um, the resorts were great. Um, so that is my SLP hit. It is Turkish people and the Turkish culture. It's so amazing.
0: I love how our SLP hits and misses are not even SLP related. Do you want an SLP? No, related no, r- no, 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 <laughs> no. I love it. Like I think my first well it was SLP. It used to be SLP Rex, mm-hmm. if You know, first episode, and it was like iced coffee, mm-hmm. and I kind of related it to <laughs> SLP. But you know, it's all good. It's all good. Sometimes we just have a hit. Yeah. Okay. We have to be SLP well, like related. this past
2: week, I haven't been in the SLP world. But, you but, haven't been. Yet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I and that's think great. you
0: need a break. Yeah. I mean, I could. No, I could no, no. I love that. No, I love that. Um, that's totally fine. It's I think it's beautiful. You need a break from being SLP. We talked about disassociating yourself mm-hmm. from your actual job. So yes. beautifully done. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a hit as well. My SLP hit, um, so my birthday was yesterday. Hey, happy birthday. And thank you, thank you. Happy it's birthday. great being twenty six. Oh, oh um, me too.
2: Hey. Uh,
0: yeah, scared. It's getting closer to
2: thirty. I hear thirties are the new oh 20s my gosh, though, so. hot take. I don't think your age matters. No. Like this is. I don't think so, this is too. way hot take. But. but like, so literally, my mom horseback rides right. She's an equestrian, mm-hmm. and she rides with people who are in their sixties and their seventies, and they're they're That's totally amazing. fine. Like they literally living their best yeah. life. I know people in their forties right. who like could never, you know, like they just like have aged themselves. Yeah. I really, really believe age is just a number. And also, like, 30s, like, are supposed to be the best. Like, you're comfortable in your career. You have money. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. I'll let you know when I get there. (laughs) But um, so it was my birthday
2: yesterday,
0: and... I keep talking about Paige. Shout out to Paige. But, I'm <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Paige, is like the millionth time I mentioned her. Um, but she got me a really thoughtful present. She got me the Modern Dysphagia Cooking Book. The one I talked oh my about gosh, was, was an SOP rack. I'm so jealous. Yeah.
2: Oh, I want one so and bad. And
0: I... It, it is. So I like sat there while she was documenting and I was like, this is so amazing. I think it's such a great resource. If you are in a um, any like medical field, if you're working with adults with dysphagia, it's a great resource for like to give your patients and their mm-hmm. families um, to just give them an idea what's happening, like what kind of, it talks about, you know, the itsy it talks about how to test your food. Mm-hmm. And it's so like, not like, well, it's so relate or easy to understand. Mm-hmm. When I felt like when you're looking through the ITZY, um website, mm-hmm. like as a grad student, I was like, and I was learning mm-hmm. this. I was like, what the heck are we doing? Yeah. You know. Um. And so, like, when you're reading it, I was like, this is just so much easier. I, I just it just clicked. Mm-hmm. It was so much easier to understand. It was written beautifully. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think we we're gonna say something? Yeah,
2: I was gonna ask. Do you think it's something where you can like make photocopies of certain pages and share with your clients? Like, is it that yeah. easy I, to understand?
0: Absolutely. And like there was different recipes. So it has mm-hmm. like different levels of consistencies and it teaches you how to make something in a puree versus mm-hmm. a minced and moist or softened by its size.
2: That's really, And cool. it was just
0: like foods that like people like eat every day. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, wow, like how to make a grilled chicken mm-hmm. to be pureed mm-hmm. or, and how to make it look nice mm-hmm. and presentable. And it talked about like nutrition facts and how to increase the amount of calories they're getting. But that's yes, so Kat, cool. are you gonna add something? Are you gonna add
1: that to the show notes
0: and also text me? Oh it? absolutely. That's, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so cool. yeah. It's definitely kind of show notes. Yeah. Um and it's all itsy compliant, which is beautiful. Um, so I highly recommend it for you guys. And like I recommended it a few weeks ago, not knowing. Yeah. Just like kind of listening mm-hmm. to swallow your pride. But actually, getting it, I was like, "This is a wonderful resource, and I absolutely recommend it." But
2: that's my. I would literally purchase it this second, except I made a pact with myself not to spend money this month because I keep spending all my money. Twenty six dollars. I keep spending all my money, and I spent so much in Turkey. (laughs) I like. I need my spending to be less than my income, so. a right. girl that shipped two
1: microphones to my place just that's
2: different that was for and the I, podcast
1: and i offered to return it and she said whatever works best for you i don't oh want to inconvenience gosh. you But get
2: that money back i mean it will get returned be like yeah. well one of them will because i don't need two but um well, yeah yeah i just i don't go. like to inconvenience i don't like to inconvenience people yeah no, 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 no. I <laughs> I have a lot of things I have to return. It anyway. that's me too. I do buy a lot on Amazon and then end up having to return most of it because like it doesn't return work for right, me. Right, right, right. I but, yeah. bought a
1: toy, yeah, for mm-hmm. my kids, and I thought I left it at my last school. So then I bought it again just to find it in my <laughs> closet. <laughs> Always happens. That is so. Funny. And I, and so now like I already had like I and that delivered today. So
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Get a return. I them. have Definitely a problem. Um. You have what? A problem. Oh, me too. I do too. That's why I made a pact with myself. Like, I didn't even give myself a budget. I was like, "Mm, you're not spending anything until the end of the month. I will not go to Target. Right, right, right to this i will do not go upstairs amazon is my downfall here. amazon like i don't go to target that's the thing it's just so easy. but yeah. amazon like same day shipping excuse discount yeah. add to car get five percent off yes thank 5% you five percent off like ten dollars off like twenty um ten dollars more no ten dollars more to get overnight shipping Absolute. i don't pay i, $10 I have more. um amazon prime hannah so i already paid the ten dollars more
0: Wait, no, you have Amazon Prime too, but, like, sometimes they'll do, like, if you do, if you spend, same like, $25. Mm. Yeah, no, like, same, no, overnight. Mm. No, overnight shipping. I've tried yeah. that. I, that I do, control. but I've never
2: had to pay extra.
1: Yeah, and they have trouble getting into my building at night, so then I have to wait a whole nother day. Oh, oh yeah, that's
0: true. So. No, not paying extra, but if you buy something more. Oh, that's what I mean. okay,
2: yeah, yeah. That yeah, gets yeah, me. yeah, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah, that, gets that gets me all, me all the time. time. I'm like, oh, I guess I got to find something else to buy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Actually, my SLP hit before I went to Turkey was something – So before I went to Turkey, I spent a lot of money on Amazon buying stuff for Turkey. But then I found some stuff for SLPs and I wanted to show it to you so bad. And so it was going to be my SLP hit. Uh, and now you have to wait another next week. week. Next week. Next
0: week. week. That's Spoiler okay. alert.
2: Um, but but
0: Kat, share with us your SLP hit or miss um, this week. My
1: hit is this is my first week working, um, providing services and actually like working with the kids and not doing case management mm-hmm. stuff. And it's has been so fun. It's like free cable. It's the best entertainment <laughs> ever. Um, um, and yeah, it's just it's been fun being. I'm, I'm exhausted um right, after right, right. i'm just like so tired at the end of the day but um yeah it's just been really fun actually like seeing the kids again and like working mm-hmm. with them um mm-hmm. should i go into
2: my miss oh yeah do you have you both have to do i have both we have both yeah um i don't ahead. know if yeah, you saw sure. my
1: instagram story today but i had an iep meeting for one of my oh. spc kids <laughs> and the whole team was there including the OT, school psych, Mm -hmm, mm SCC teacher, parents, everybody was there. And I wanted to look presentable. So I like wore one of my cute little dresses and I curled my hair. And as I was curling my hair, I like burnt my neck. So now it just looks Mm. like I have a hickey on my neck. So I was like driving to work, rushing with an ice pack on my neck. And then just in case I like brought it into the meeting so the team would see, I'm like, it's not a hickey. It's a... (laughs) just don't know how to curl my hair um yeah yeah, yeah Miss cat yeah, yeah, is yeah, wild so
2: <laughs> I, yeah my wrists are burned. oh my like gosh where are so, the gloves um, it's just really I guess that funny. wouldn't protect your neck and, neck and your arm. <laughs> I
1: know so I was like oh I hope they don't think it's a hickey but I it's like a funny story and I just kind of like <laughs> that sat a, a little mess. bit to the side and <laughs> right, right, your right, hair right. does
2: look really cute though
1: thank
0: you Oh yeah, your hair gosh. does look cute.
2: Like, I noticed it as soon as you got on, I was like, dang, her hair is so slick.
0: Yeah, I did too. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I'm here like 10 hours shift. My hijab like, is like
2: sideways. I'm hella jet Like, <laughs> <laughs> we
0: we're a mess. And cat's like beautiful. Oh and we we're just like... I was just like rushing here and I was like, I don't
2: bear the no, eating. It's
0: only
1: because I, I had here. an
2: IEP meeting today, okay? If, if it was yesterday, it. You first of all, Cat looks great yeah. every day. <laughs> um, That's true. Second of all, true. you are all beautiful. Love you guys. I miss yes, you guys oh so much. Positive vibes everyone. Okay. So that wraps up this episode and we encourage you guys to get involved in our communication corner crew on facebook and let us know what your cf experience was like and thank you kat so much for being here and for talking to us and being our first ever guest um, on our podcast yay, yay. Um, you can you can reach us at our socials at 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 communication corner pod on Instagram and TikTok and our email is at our email is communicationcornerpod at gmail.com. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. Bye. 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 So cute except that I ruined it. But you guys killed it.